Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 250, recorded for April Fool's Day, 2012, and here are your hosts, man who's most likely going to stay up to see what April Fool's jokes are happening this year, Dave Pillay. Hello! And the man who isn't going to be staying up at all, Andy Lowe, hi. You are tired, aren't you? Yeah, well, I'm working this weekend. Ah, every day? Yes, Saturday and Sunday. I see. So, it's going to be 12 days before I get a weekend. And that weekend Ouch. is Easter. Woo! Not just Easter. Passover. Passover. And PAX East, but we don't care about that. Well, we do care, but we're not going to be there. No. Which is sad. But Passover. <sighs> it's highly entertaining. What? Your Passover dinner. Oh, it is. A, well, it is something I it is look because you make it entertaining. <laughs> it is something I look forward to every year. I'm glad to hear it. So uh, we're we're driving in Thursday night. Should we swing by? Uh, I don't know what we would do. Okay, <laughs> we could take you to the. Well, you don't really drink beer, so that's out. I do drink cider. I don't know if Bell's does any cider. Hmm. I don't think so. Because always the mainstay is going to the Bell's Brewery because they have decent food too. So. Well, we could do that. We'll actually. Well, it might be a little late for that. Because mm. we I were have thinking to... of pulling out of here four-ish our time, which is five-ish your time. It's a four-hour drive, four and a half hour drive. So you're getting here nine thirty. <laughs> About the time that I go to bed, because I have to be up at 5? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. Perhaps not. Too bad, so sad. Yeah, I mean, Sunday. Well, you've got Easter on Sunday, don't you? Yes. Okay. So, yes, April Fool's is tonight, slash tomorrow. Slash, if you're listening to this on Sunday today, or on Monday, yesterday. Wait, are we actually going to have this up today? Tomorrow. Well, yes, but today? Yes. Amazing! Breaking your tradition for April Fool's, Andy? I'm not breaking my tradition for April. I've always put an episode up on April Fool's. Well, I don't think we did last year, but a couple of years I, before. I seem to recall a discussion of someone being very tired with April Fool's jokes on the internet. <laughs> In fact, I seem to recall several discussions. <laughs> I think that we have this discussion every single year. We could probably go back and listen to all our other episodes. and listen. So, to- what's going on, Andy? Why well, all of a sudden... Because I have an idea, and I'll hopefully people will not notice until they notice. I'll let you know at the end if see if you notice. You probably will. Maybe you won't. Who knows? Oh, it's crazy. Uh huh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You, you doing okay there? I'm cryptic. A little and bit. I'm drinking lots of Mountain Dew. Oh dear. Caffeine. <sighs> also took some Excedrin, which also has some caffeine in it as well. So. Okay. So yeah. So Dave, how about those April Fool's jokes? Man. Those April Fool's jokes that I'm looking forward to tonight, because I get to stay up roughly an hour later than you do, if we were to stay up till the same time. So I'd get to see the April Fool's joke so, early in the day. I, I'm, I'm not even like, I'm just going to say, oh, look, it's Sunday. Man, that Blizzard April Fool's joke was hilarious. <laughs> Man, that Google... All those Again, April Fool's jokes. I'm I'm still still really, really hoping that Blizzard's going to come out and say, Hey, we were just kidding. That will <laughs> yeah, be their that April is, Fool's that was joke. A joke. This whole expansion that we actually have a beta open for now, 
Yeah, that was actually just a joke. They come out and announce a different race, and so you just next time you log into the server, all the character models have changed. Oh, God. Oh, that would be so bad. Like, literally an overnight surprise. <laughs> they switch your race for a day. Or they oh. switch your faction. <laughs> so you log in, and you're automatically in a hostile environment. Yeah, Run like, away. all the guards are, are... Oh, man, that would be so bad. It would be hilarious if they, uh... The classic, um, your server is full. I haven't seen that, but then I played on a low-pop server. Man, that was that was old school for a while. You would just log into WoW, come and back. And go make a sandwich. <laughs> 20 minutes later, oh, I'm number 27, almost there. <sighs> it's a time where I both love and hate the internet. Yep. April 1st. Yep. See, I just love it. I, I think it's amusing. I really like some of the jokes that people do. But granted, I remember last year... The U.S. Army did an April Fool's joke, and that, I don't know, it seems like... What? The Army needs to be serious, because it's... Andy, the Army needs to joke most of all. True. These are people, men and women, who are putting their lives on the line. They need a sense of humor. I suppose. But it was just like, oh, the Army's getting Stetsons, which I thought was actually pretty cool. Then it's like, oh wait, the dog's wearing a Stetson. April Fool's, oh god. I wonder if there's any Australian sites that already have April Fool's stuff going on. Let's see. Google.au. Could not... F- oh, Google.com.au. Nothing. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. I think they're probably going to time it with Pacific. So that would mean me staying up until uh, 2 in the morning, which I'm not doing. No. But I'll wake up tomorrow and just run to the computer and be like, oh, God, what did they do? <laughs> hmm. So yeah, that's that's what I got. Yeah, that's we can't really talk about it because it hasn't happened yet. So we should probably move on to things we can talk about because they had happened. Other than the fact that neither one of us um, is a multimillionaire now. Why would we be multimillionaire? The mega millions. Oh well, yeah, I actually no. <laughs> Why you would buy I a announce? Ticket? I didn't buy a ticket. Of course, I didn't buy a ticket. Oh. It's a lottery. Did you buy a ticket? Yes. Did you pick your numbers or did you let it go random? Uh, I let it go random. Okay. But I know the numbers I would have picked would not have helped. Mm. What What were the winning numbers? Where did... Uh, 2, 4, 23, 38, 46, and the Mega Ball was 23. Damn it! No, just kidding. Because you think about it, when people pick their own numbers, nobody's going to pick two numbers that are two digits apart. Oh, sure they will. If your birthday, for instance, is February 4th. True. I, I, yeah, so really, really lot, huge lottery, lots of money. $640 million is going to be split. Not only did, was there one person, there was three tickets that got it correct. Yeah. Three out of $176 million. Well, Yeah, Andy, they were saying that, like, because so many people were buying the tickets, because the jackpot had gotten so high... That 95% of all possible permutations of the numbers had been taken. Oh, jeez. Someone was going to win. Yeah, Americans spent nearly $1.5 billion for a chance to hit the jackpot. God, that's what we need to do. That's how we get ourselves out of debt. What, have idiots spend money that they don't necessarily have? Yes. <laughs> I think there's a problem there, Andy. I know. Which is kind of funny, because... Um, 
I think it was on Deadspin. It was one of the Kotaku sort of sites. Gawker. Gawker. You're right. Whatever. Yes. Um, they were talking about how some of the baseball players or something were buying, like, thousands upon thousands of tickets. Mm-hmm. Like, you're a baseball player. I know what your minimum salary is. You have no need. Well, what was it? It was uh, at the point where if you spent the the $1 per ticket and bought every ticket possible, I think you would still make money. Yeah, it was... Um, hold on, let me... Was just at that site. Do 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 do. So let's see, six hundred million split split between three people. So you have three uh, two hundred million each. Take off half for taxes. You're down to a hundred million. Take off another like ten percent for fees. So they they all walked away with ninety million dollars. Craziness. It's one of those things where everybody says it's impossible to win the lottery, but it happens. Well, when you have 90-some percent of all permutations, yeah. yes, it's going to happen. Uh, it was worth a... It was fun just to be at work on Friday, because I joined a work pool, and all and of us are like... to the numbers? No, because the numbers were drawn at 11 p.m. Oh, so no one was there. Yeah. But it was still kind of funny that, um, for those of us coming in on Saturday, we're like, so if we win... <laughs> Are you going to come in tomorrow? Because I don't think I'm going to come in tomorrow. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm thinking, like, this entire department, which is currently understaffed, is going to be screwed because then we would all just leave. Yep. Yep. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Would you go to PAX then? Well, of course. Okay. Just making sure. Because, you know, you, you set that rule of, like, you're not going to PAX until you have a full-time job with benefits. Well, if I have a full... If I get multi-million dollars, it's basically a full-time job in order to keep that make yourself a, basically a financial advisor to it. Or you could just hire a financial advisor. I suppose. <laughs> Get it? Call up Zach. Hey, Zach, what are you up to? <laughs> oh, found Google's first April Fool's. Oh? Uh, Google Maps 8-bit version for the NES. <laughs> I'll watch that when we're done. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Yep. They have an old cartridge from the Famicom. <laughs> oh, dear. Amazon Web Sources are storing human genomes in the cloud. I'm not sure if that's an April Fool's joke or not. I don't know. What's not, though, is the fact that Best Buy is closing 50 stores. That is not a joke. That no. is terrible. That is completely legitimate. What? But, like, <laughs> yeah? Big box stores are destroying all the mom and pop stores, and now online retail is destroying the big box stores? Yes. Do mom and pop stores come back? Yes, as momandpop.com, a wholly owned subsidiary of Amazon. <laughs> that or, is... the big, or the big box stores come back as mom and pop size places. But still united so that they have the proper negotiating power. Yeah, because they're closing 50 retail locations. They're but opening. They're, yeah, opening 100 smaller mobile stores with focus on phones, tablets, and e-readers. Yeah. Which, one of those just came into our mall over here, so. Yeah, there's one in the mall over here, too. Best Buy Mobile. And you walk in, you're like, Best Buy? What? <laughs> Tiny? It looks like a combination T-Mobile, Verizon, and Sprint Store. Oh, because it is a combination T-Mobile, Verizon, and Sprint Store. Ugh. <sighs> So, Andy, what's happening to our economy here? Best Buy closing 50 stores. 
Um, most likely because, well, Tiffany's here's, still... here's the important question. Are any of them near us? They haven't announced which ones are closing yet. Ah! Believe me, as soon as I heard that... that <laughs> You're is... like, is the one near me closing? Okay, so Best Buy currently operates 1,450 stores in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So, let's see... 1,400 divided by 1,450... It'd be easier if I had a mouse. Ninety-six point five percent. So three point five percent. Yes. So it's not that big of a. It's not like Circuit City crazy or closing everything. But I mean, this could just be the signal of the end, right? If they don't do some major restructuring in how they produce their services, this fifty could turn into another fifty, and another fifty, and then another two hundred. Yeah, that according to the press release, these shutdowns were described as major actions to improve our operating performance. Yeah. So I think Best Buy realizes they currently cannot do business the way they're doing business, which I am quite happy about because I don't like the way that Best Buy does business. Well, I'm fine with Best Buy. I just hate Geek Squad. Yes. Okay, so maybe that's it. Best Buy as its own entity is fine if you were to separate it from Geek Squad. And the horrendous, horrendous atrocities committed therein by. <sighs> I still remember I set up something to pick up an item in store rather than have it shipped to me. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have it in store. Oops. I'm like, uh, hold on, let me go back there, grab one off the shelf, bring it up there. Now, oh look, you have one in store. Can I buy this one? God. I honestly cannot remember the last time I was in a Best Buy. I think it was to buy my Xbox. That was it. I was in there not too long. Maybe it was like five, six months ago. Because I think computer parts go to Newegg. Cables. No. Ooh, Newegg. Where do you go then? Tiger Direct. I've sworn off Newegg. Oh, God. We talked about this. I hated Tiger Direct. I had so many problems with their rebates. Yeah, well, I have so many problems with the products Newegg ships me. Not to mention being put on hold for 45 minutes on their customer service line. Okay, so I say tomato, you say F, you new egg? Yeah, pretty got much. It. Got it, got it. But, okay, so cables, I go to monoprice. Yes, agreed. Um, DVDs. Amazon. Books, movies. Amazon. Games. Amazon. Or Steam. Or Steam, or if I'm getting them used... GameStop or Blockbuster or uh, Redbox. Mm-hmm. It seems like Best Buy literally has to do what they're doing and just break themselves into a million pieces in order to get it to work. Yep. That just seems the way things are going now. Everybody is specialized in one thing. It's not really any uh, jack-of-all-trades stuff anymore. But that's a whole other thought process. Yes. So, um, speaking of Google Maps. Yes. Street Capture. View. Yep. Recapture. Recapture with Street View. Yes. Why? What, what? What's going on here? So you know how we talked about how recapture worked, how two words, one of them the computer knew, one of them the computer doesn't know, you type both, both of them in, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Now they're getting numbers. Like people have just, they'll get a word and they'll get a random number. Turns out it's a house number off of Google Street View. I don't know how comfortable I am with that. All it is is the number. You can't see anything else other than just the 139 or the 190 or the 433. Okay. 
but according to Google Sports spokesperson, the system isn't limited to street addresses, but also involves street names and even traffic signs. Oh, that's one way to crowdsource your information. Well, heck, it's basically just the next step for recapture. Because recapture was books. Now they just expanded it to include pictures of numbers. So there's too much information out there right now for anything. What? I, I'm just looking through this article about the recapture, and it's just insane. Okay. Side note: um, I was chatting with Hans, mm-hmm. and we we're looking at. Um, presidential term limits. Yeah. And how it wasn't actually officially announced until the 19... until after FDR passed away. Right. Four-term president. Yeah. Before that, it was just... Well, it was that George Washington had two terms, and then he said, I'm done. And that was basically the unofficial term yeah, limit. That, that was tradition. So I was wondering, like, well, which of the presidents had a possibility of coming back? Why'd they leave and stuff like that? And I randomly, through Google's... Google Books or Google News or whatever it is, got a newspaper from the Philadelphia in, like, 1940 that I was reading through. Yeah. It's highly entertaining. I didn't realize that Google had expanded to old newspapers. Well, they're trying to digitize everything. True. And they're doing a pretty darn good job of it. It's going to be scary when they run out of material to digitize, and then they start digitizing us. Oh, wait, they've already done that. It's called Google+. Plus. So, Dave... That um, was supposed to be an O-Snap, but Andy didn't rise to the O-Snap. Well, I'm just noticing... Oh, there you go. You deleted it. What? The student getting expelled for tweet. Yes. I recreated and deleted. Okay, good. I had gotten, I guess, loaded the page right in between your creation and deletion, so both of them were in there. Okay. So I was like, oh. It's in in there there twice, yes. No, it's only in there once. A, A student was expelled... For tweeting the word fuck. Not only that, this is what he, no joke, he wrote, fuck is one of those fucking words you can fucking put anywhere in a fucking sentence and it still fucking makes sense. Okay. That is his tweet. But he did it on his own time, in his own personal account. And the school expelled him. Yes. Oh, Indiana. Not only that, he was a senior with three months left oh, before he Indiana. graduated. Man, my students were saying shit like that in class, to my face. And if I tried to get them in trouble, or if I tried to say, okay, you have to go down to the office, they were back there the next day. This guy tweets it, and the school kicks him out? Yep. We have two ends of a very, very bad spectrum here. The principal of the high school said that regardless of whether it was sent from home, or indeed whether a school computer was used, the school may track students' tweets. What?! Well, yes, if they're public tweets, you can certainly track them. You shouldn't be able to do anything with them. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's just getting a little ridiculous. Oh, that is ridiculous. Although, this is, I mean, he's been warned about this before. I'm reading through the rest of this. And the, the school is claiming that the IP address on the tweets is the school's IP address. Which, uh, uh, so even if it's his own computer, if he was on the school's network... At 2.30 in the morning? Well, if he was on the school's network. And a side note, so some high school student uses Twitter to land a porn star prom date. And then really? the school kicks out the date. I would expect so. Like an honest-to-God porn star? Yes. Wow. 19-year-old Megan Piper. Wow. 
kids these days. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Not like when we were kids. No, this. <laughs> and we had good video games. <laughs> One might even say good old video games, or just good old games. And pitch to Andy. Yeah, good old games, which we've talked about. As wonderful a wonderful website. Well, it used to be a wonderful website. Well, you don't like how they're um, adding new games to it? Oh, I, I don't like that they were purchased and they aren't really good old games anymore. Now it's just GOG. That's literally what they're going to be called is GOG. GOG. Yeah. GOG. Yep. And GOG is selling indie games. Now this used to be a good place to go for old games that had um, uh, uh, basically expired. No one was maintaining the license to them anymore. And now they are expanding to indie games and other games. Bad, good old games. Who owns them now? Polish company CD Projekt Red. Okay. I thought it was someone else. I thought like EA bought them or GameStop bought them. No, GameStop bought Impulse. Yes. Oh, good old games. So sad. I wonder if they have Space Quest. Look, Adventure Games. I do not see Space Quest. By title. Oh, the 11th hour. And the 7th guest. Oh, man. Yep. Space Quest 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Oh, really? Then their search really sucks. I typed in space. I typed in Space Quest. Two words? Yes. I typed in Space Quest, and... Well, see, the difference is I typed them into the top bar instead of the search for bar. Because, foolish me, I figured that the top bar with the little magnifying lens was a search. Alright, I just touched into the top bar. Space Quest. Space Quest 456. Space Quest 123. Well, go poop on a stick. That would be kind of hard. Unless it was like a big stick or a very flat like a log. Stick. Yes. Laying a log on a log. Okay, we really need to change the topic. Um, oh, how about coins and four. candy? Coins and candy? Yes. Okay. A Brinks truck in Canada ran into... Another truck that was carrying candy. Mm-hmm. So, no joke, at one point, because we talked about, you know, like how there was killer bees that, that we talked about yeah, crazy the, crashes. The, the crash that let loose a bunch. It wasn't killer bees, but it was this huge swarm of bees. Yeah. Yes. This one is $5 million in coins and candy. Candy. Okay. And people went for the candy? No, the, um... Police were able to cordon off everything, but they're actually going to have to get, like, a backhoe in to really scoop up. And then they need to sort through five, however much money and the candy. So five million in Canadian is how much? About three million. Is it? I don't know what the the exchange rate is nowadays. Maybe it is about a one-to-one. Yeah, it's almost one-to-one, so maybe it is about five million in. U.S. Wow. coinage. How do two trucks hit each other? Like, I'm looking at this picture. It, was it icy? Did a truck get pushed into the other truck? Do, do, do. A chain reaction collision. Wow. An armored transport and a truck. Brinks tractor trailer. After it went out of control and struck a rock face shortly before 4 a.m., the mm-hmm. Brinks truck was then struck by a van and a tractor trailer, which spilled its cargo of candies on the roadway. Wow. We weren't able to get the second person out of the Brinks vehicle until, well, after 8 a.m. Four hours trapped in a crashed vehicle. Oh. Yep. 
So five million in coins. Yep. Some of which will be in pennies. Yep. But not for much longer. Nope. Canada is following people. New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand, uh, Sweden. Who's the other one that's also done this? The examples set by several other countries, including Sweden and New Zealand. Australia, Brazil, and Sweden. All right, there we go. Oh, well, that's not New Zealand. Unless that's part of Australia. No. It's not, but I don't know if their currency is. Uh, Australians are dollars, I think. In either case, not important. What is more important is they, they are getting rid of the penny. Yes. The Canadian penny is no more. Sort of. It's actually still there, and it will still be there. Um, they will still accept it, but they are not producing anymore. So, over the course of several years, the penny is going to get phased out. Yes. So, how much longer do we have, Andy? Before we phase ours out. Let me ask you this. Are you pro or anti-penny? Well, I am collecting them. Penny. Penny. <laughs> oh, where's the rim shot when you need it? Not here. Don't waste the time. Come on. Yeah. Focus. I don't know if I'm pro or con penny. I find it a little ridiculous the things are like fourteen ninety nine and yep. twenty nine ninety nine. Yep. And those are just well actually they'll they'll still have fourteen ninety nine. If you're doing an electronic transfer, it still goes through. Ah, okay. But it's not that they're eliminating the actual fraction of the dollar. It's just that there won't be any physical pennies. So if you owe uh, $12.36 for something, it gets rounded to $12.35. Yeah, if, if business you rounds cash transaction to the nearest... Or, well, 12 would still get rounded down. 12.38 would get rounded up. You'd owe 12.40. And the idea is this would actually even out over time in the long run. Because it's going to be a maximum of two cents either way. Right. So, two cents here, two cents there. Even if you purposely went and paid for stuff just so you'd get two cents less. It's two cents. Yeah. Right. Now, what I could see is a bunch of people carrying cash for those instances where it gets rounded down. And then when they would have to round up, they just pay with credit. <laughs> but even then, it's I mean, that's going a little overboard. Besides, you get more cash back from using certain credit cards anyways. But paying in cash at gas stations, most of the time, gets you a discount. Yes, cash discounts, which are against the whatever. No one's going to care anymore. Nope. So what else we got going on here? Oh, dating and wow. Dating and wow, yes. According to this study... The tongue-in-cheek curiosity seekers at Online University. Oh, that's a lovely name. According to this study, they compared dating sites to WoW. World so, of Warcraft. Yep. And what did they discover when they did this comparison, Andy? What were they looking for, I should ask? Is it better to go on a dating site or play WoW to find a mate? Ah, okay. Now, what are we defining as a mate? Like a soulmate? Or a, hey, I want to have sex with someone, mate. I'm not sure. It was just comparing online dating sites to WoW. Okay. What did they find? That WoW is actually better than most online dating sites. Well, so if you look at this in kind of a, a more broad sense, 
Uh, look at the audience of WoW, and look at the potential audience of a dating site. Which one of these is more specific? Wow. They looked at the dating sites like eHarmony and Match.com and the, the really broad dating sites. If you start to hone in and look at those specific dating sites, like there's a dating site for millionaires. There's a dating site for certain types of people. And I would expect that those sites are significantly closer to the success rate of WoW because you've already narrowed down your audience. So comparing it, if we compared it instead of eHarmony and Match, maybe it's something like Christian Singles? Yeah. Where this is clearly their defining trait. Oh, in the survey of World of Warcraft players, 74.7% are dating someone else who plays the game. So maybe that it's also not. doesn't mean they found them in the game. Yeah, true. It could be, hey, I like you. We started dating. Have you heard of this game called WoW? Or it's, hey, I like you. We start dating and like... What are you doing tonight? Oh, well, I'm playing World of Warcraft. Oh, well, let's play it together. Okay. Yeah, 14.9% of the players are single. So, yes, That's there significantly are... Significantly more than that. So, speaking of WoW, I yes. saw an interesting article. Okay. It's not in our links. Okay. Because it's not actually an article about something. It's more of a thought piece. Okay. Are massive multiplayer games too massive? How so? How so is, if you think of EVE, or you think of WoW, let's take WoW. Okay. On each of WoW's servers, there are several thousand people playing at any given time. Yes. Would you rather play that, or would you rather play a game that can support 30 or 40 people, but these are all people that you are connected to in some way? So the question would become, if I had my ability to have a private... WoW server. And as such, since it's a smaller group of people, maybe it's a smaller world, you don't need quite as large a realm if there aren't that many people. Do you see where it's going, Andy? Yeah, I'm just thinking about it. Because when I thought of WoW, yes, it was the massive world of million people on each side. Well, except it never was, but okay. Let's we'll just look at one of the old servers. Ah, uh, Deathicus. Deathicus is tiny right now. Total characters, 487. That's not reliable results. <laughs> Where are you finding 487 characters? Oh, I went to Warcraft Realms, which has the Census Plus UI mod. Ah. Yeah, you know, that it might actually be reliable, come to think of it. I know, I had that running all the time when I was in-game. Sometimes I would even just park my guy somewhere and just let it run. Right, but I mean right now... On Deathicus, that might be a real number. Ah. Uh, because the last time I did a census, it came up with like 300 people on Alliance. Man, some of these servers, they have not gotten anybody on there. Like Deathicus. Yeah. Which used to be a high population server. Alright, so I'll just close that because I'm not. Everybody randomly picking is not getting high enough. Because there was the massive part of it, but then also with your guild. Mm hmm. Unless you're in one of the massive guilds that has 200-some-odd people. Mm-hmm. Your guild would only have, well, before the expansion came out, like 60, 70 people. Most of them would be right around that point, because then you'd have a whole group and some spares for raiding. Yep. So it felt like it was sometimes a private server. But then you still had all the craziness of the massive game going on at the same time. But, so it almost comes down to... WoW versus Minecraft. 
I suppose. You think about Minecraft, it's a private server. Handful of people. Mm-hmm. Doing whatever they want to do. Quite literally, have you seen the scientific graphing calculator built in Minecraft? Goodness gracious. If you teach a man to fish, fish for a lifetime. I'm not sure where that comes into this. You do not? Well, I guess you do Do you fish in Minecraft? <laughs> You're asking somebody who's never played Minecraft. Andy, we have to be like the last two people in geek culture to have not played Minecraft. Probably. But I don't know if I would... You like playing with Legos. True. No, I was just thinking back to the private servers versus massively multiplayer server. Yeah. Because if you have those 30 to 60 people on consistently, then it's great. But if your people are inconsistent, then you have issues. Yes. Like Which looking is to at say my current people have lives. Yes. Like looking at my current games by email. I currently have three turns. Mm-hmm. Dave has won. You have gotten very bad actually out of four. Oh, you don't want to know how bad I've gotten. I missed out. I because I was undefeated in words with friends, and then I got this new job, and then I stopped playing words with friends. Yeah. I lost due to resignation on all of my games because I forgot about them. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're with friends. I need to play that. And then I wouldn't. And then I lost. All the games. Well done, sir. Well done. Why the hell is our game of mergers not done yet? I don't know. I think it's your turn. I know, but it was, hopefully it should be done by now. Well, I'm still hanging in there, sort of, clinging to hope. You're not going to win. I'm too good at this game. You are ridiculously good at that game. At some point, you will have to tell me what you're doing to do so well at that game. I'm not exactly sure. I honestly don't know what my strategy is, but whatever my strategy is, it's working. Extremely well. Yeah. Well, that's all right. I played a risk game with uh, Brian Brendan. They both and they both did their typical start of drop everything into one area. Yep. And I scattered myself around the world. They fought each other. Their one area hit the other one area, and basically they ran out of armies on both sides. Oh. So first turn, I had North America and South America. Oh. This is the third turn. I'm getting 19 armies, and I'm about to take all of Europe. And, I mean, there's nothing they can do. No. So, yeah. Going back to the massive versus non-massive. Mm-hmm. I kind of go with the massive because people have lives. It's hard to schedule. Think of all the trouble we had scheduling everybody for D&D once a week, and that was just five, six people. Time and time again. Yeah. So. Yep. If it's massive, then soon, at some point somebody's going to be... Granted, there are sometimes even on the massive games where you're the only guy there. Wandering around with my hunter at 3 o'clock in the morning, there is nobody around. <laughs> oh, Andy, if I didn't know better, I'd say you missed it from time to time. That was a sad, sad time of my life. Only because you let it be. Only because I let my room get complete shambles yes i mean really it is only because you let it at that point which and i suppose you could say the same for most wow players is only because they let it which is primarily because the game drives them to it but you know i i have a healthy social life and i play wow it took me three years of not playing to be able to do that 
Don't play the game, Andy. Don't play WoW. Don't I'm get not. that. Good. Okay, moving on. PS4. PlayStation Orbis. This is the worst name ever. Well, I mean, there's there's sort of a reason for that. A, you know, they always have odd nicknames, right? Yes. Yes. Well, also that four in Japanese is she, which is the same word for death. Really, the number four in Japanese is death. Well, it, it, so there's two ways of pronouncing four. There's actually there's two versions of the word four. Um. And one of them is the same pronunciation, if, if, if you will. It is a homonym for the word... Homonym? Phononym? I think phononym. Right. Sounds the same. Homonym. Homonym? Some weird English term. Uh, it, it sounds the same as the word for death. This is why if you go to a hospital in Japan, there is no fourth floor. Hmm. Because where's... Where, excuse me, I'm looking for my dad. Oh, he's on, the, he's on death. Yeah, like, what floor is he on? Dead. What? <laughs> Not good. So, same kind of idea as what we have with a 13th floor. Ah, sorry, homophones, words that are the same, that share the same pronunciation in respect of their spelling. Okay. Homonyms are Homophone. words that share the same spelling and the same pronunciation but have different meanings. Oh, okay. So, homophones. Yes. Sound the same. Yes. Yes. There's actually a whole bunch of them in there, but I'm not going to go into that. Yeah. So, they they changed the name. Well, they haven't changed the name, but they've got this code name, Orbis. Uh, there are rumors starting. If I recall, Sony said the PlayStation 3 would have a 10-year life cycle. Yes. They always say 10-year life cycle. It did not come out in 2002. No, no, it did not. When did the PlayStation 3 come out, Andy? You don't remember, do you? No, I remember they were. T I remember when I was working at Best Buy, people were still talking about it, and that was back in two thousand and one. PS three. November eleventh, two thousand and six. Two thousand six. That was close. So there's still four years left on this life cycle. Four and a half years, really. I think it's still a little early to be talking about the PlayStation Four. No, I mean Sony may have a code name for it, and they may have some designs for it, but. It's a little ways away. I am not going to concern myself with it. Even though, if, supposedly, just like the Durango, that there's going to be no used games? Yeah, that's such bullshit. Yeah. I like, I'm, really, the only way they can do that is if there's 100% downloadable content. Which I think the brick-and-mortar stores would, uh... Yeah, so here's my question to you, Andy. <laughs> yeah. What's the difference between me letting you borrow a game... And me taking the game out of my system and putting it back in. Nothing. Right. So, bullshit. Yeah. Like, oh, well, maybe it prints the system ID on the disc. Okay, my system breaks. I get a new system. Not it's even a that. system ID I on the disc? That's not going to work. systems. I have an Xbox in the living room, and I have an Xbox in the game room. They you are both a living room and a game room? I have two Xboxes. <laughs> I was going to say. Actually, yes. Right now, I do have a living room and a game room. But two Xboxes? I do not have two Xboxes. I was going to say. But I, again, like I think this is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. There's no way they will do it. Won't fly. <sighs> yes? No? No, I just find it. So, I was like, oh, oh the used room. games. Oh, it's not going to happen. Used games are always going to be around. Right. There's nothing, I mean, again, unless they go digital distribution, 
I mean, yeah, there's no used Steam games. I can't sell, I can't loan you my Steam game yet. Come on, Valve. <laughs> Cut your own profit margin. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Side note, having your laptop sitting on top of the bed, not mm-hmm. the best for airflow. No, no, your laptop's probably getting pretty toasty. Yeah, I just got my CPU warning. Your CPU core temperatures are a little high. <laughs> At least it warned you instead of just let it keep going. Yeah. Well, that's what I set up because normally the way I had it with my... Because I use it as my desktop computer as well. Mm-hmm. So I have the external monitor sitting on top of a riser that's on top of the laptop. Airflow is still not the best, especially when I'm playing Civ Five in non-strategic view. That it would shut the laptop down because it got too hot. <laughs> So I put that in there now to warn me, hey, your shit's getting hot. <laughs> Shit be getting bad. <laughs> you done wrong. So, credit cards got hacked. Yes, lots of credit cards got hacked. Well, supposedly they're not exactly sure. They say anywhere from 50,000 to 10 million. Potentially, lots of credit cards got hacked. Yeah. Tons of credit cards. And now this was not the credit card companies that got hacked. Was actually oh, was a, a third transaction company. Yeah. Who's responsible for maintaining those little credit card swiper machines. They're the ones that got hacked. Yes. Blame them. <laughs> the breach occurred sometime between January 21st and February 25th. So in a four-day period, there was a breach. Um, how about a whole month? Oh, wait. January, January to February. So almost two months. No, just one month. January to February. Yeah, what were the what were those dates, Andy? Twenty first to the twenty fifth. Okay. That, okay. Yeah. I, I'm. Yeah. A month. I can do this. I swear. <laughs> it seems that most of the cards that have been um, compromised supposedly have to do something with parking in New York City. Okay. So that's sort of thinking the. I have not parked in New York City, so I'm not terribly worried then. Yeah, I'm not terribly worried either, but still. Some of those things is somebody found a weak link in the chain. Yep. Man in the middle. Yep. Which is not what actual actual man in the middle attack is. But It could have been, though. It could have... It was not a man in the middle attack. No, it wasn't. You know, I, I have one problem in Steam. What? If you accidentally miss where it says enter your birth date, right? So I, I'm trying to get to a game and I... Click and says, you know, we need to make sure you're old enough. What's your birth date? And I didn't actually fill anything in. I just hit go. Now I can't get to the game. <laughs> what why? Game you- Mass Effect. Why, why doesn't it just know from my profile? Why don't I get to set that once? I don't know. I mean, I own Mass Effect 2. Rawr. I don't know. Okay. It seemed like it would make sense. Yes. Moving on. I think Andy is tired. Is Andy tired? <laughs> we already talked about this. Andy is, is exhausted. So, we talked about Kickstarter and Double Fine, right? Yes. And they made $3 million. Which, although it sounds like a lot of money and for crowdfunded is amazing, is pittance compared to modern day game budgets. Yes. So, there was a game that we talked about a long time ago called Alt- uh, Auditorium. Yes, you bend music. Yes. It was really cool. I liked it a lot. Well, they were coming out with a sequel, and they decided to fund it through... Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Auditorium 2. Duet. 
I know this without even clicking on the link. Do you know why I know this without clicking on the link? Why? Because I helped fund the duet. Oh. Basically, I pre-ordered duet. For $15? That's what the $15 fund was, was, hey, we'll send you a copy of the game once it's done. I thought Auditorium was very well done. I thought it was a good game. They had a good design principle. I'm looking forward to duet. They raised $60,000. Yep. And change. And change. Actually, there have been a bunch of little Kickstarter projects that have uh, raised a significant chunk of change. A lot of webcomics that I've been reading, like half of them have funded motion comics. So cool stuff. Very cool stuff. <sighs> we should do something with Kickstarter. I don't know what. <laughs> Fund our podcast? <laughs> but then what would you give out as bonuses? Guest spots. We already do give guest spots out to people. For free. We already do that. Right, that's what I'm saying. We already do it for free. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't thought about that either. So, what else do we got going on here? Oh, Smithsonian the video games thing. Yes, the Smithsonian has, uh, despite what Roger Ebert claims, decided that video games are actually art. So, last weekend, the Smithsonian American Art Museum in D.C. opened The Art of Video Games. Which... Uh, I, I believe we've talked about on the show before. Especially when they first opened voting and saying, hey, which of these games really are art? And people were able to vote and say, oh, this game was, and this game was. It wasn't which is the better game, just which one's more artistic. Yeah. Side note, the line was out the door. Was it? Yep. I can imagine so. So, it, what, it just takes you kind of through the history of video games? Basically, yeah. Exhibit is arranged as a timeline of console and technological evolution. Oh, well, sure enough. It's, huh. So the line was out the door. Hopefully uh, someone is taking notice. I don't know oh. who, but someone. I don't know. We should have Hans go to it. <laughs> Hans, go take your fiancé and go to the Smithsonian and go walk through the video game exhibit. Then let us know what it's like. Yes. I got their invitation in the mail. As did I. Should probably fill that out and send it back. You probably should. Okay. Okay, so um, that's all the topics we have. Uh-oh. Well, then let's hit the review. Yes. This week it's your week. My week. Because we have this established turn order thing, sort of, maybe. Yes. Possibly. It just started to happen that way, so I stuck with it. Okay. Hey, by the way, have you finished Summer Yes. Okay. Were you disappointed by the book? The new one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just so it wasn't me. It wasn't No, me. yeah. The next... Oh. It's, it's I want the books to be like the first book again. Does that make sense? Sort of. I mean, the first one was Innocence, and they've, they've lost much of that Innocence. Okay, so more... Um, more Napoleonic... Yeah, so that would be what? Fourth? Uh, the third, when they're coming back. Uh, third had a lot of the Istanbul stuff, too. I think it was the f- fourth one. Was the, No, fourth one was... Fourth was going down to Africa. Yeah, so it would be fifth one, the Victory of Eagles. That's the one that I wanted more of them to be like. Okay. So I want more of the fifth one instead of this more ridiculousness of on a boat, not on, on a, a boat. boat. I'm on a boat. Well, he's a naval captain. Who has a dragon? Or was a naval captain, I suppose. There's a lot of seafaring voyages in this thing. 
Yeah. Andy, what's the time period? Napoleonic War. How did you get around the world? Boat. Dragons are awesome. Dragons can fly. They cannot fly that far. No. Are you... What do you think about the setting for the next book? What's the setting for the next book? Um, it was given at the end of the last book. Where they're going. Oh. How they have to get there. I have to go back and look. Oh, yes! Yes, okay. I think that's kind of cool. It's an interesting twist. Didn't see it coming. I don't know what that part of the world was like during the Napoleonic era. So I'm kind of curious to see. I, I, I am as well. Do you know when she's planning on bringing out the next book? I, well, she just put out this one, so probably um, a year and a half. Maybe. If we're lucky. Okay, so that's not what we were reviewing, but no. the, the idea of the review brought up to mind Andy's review of the book, His Majesty's Dragon, and so I wanted to get that conversation out there. Um, I'm, I'm in a toss-up, actually, Andy. There, there are two things I wish to review. Okay. So, do me a favor and pull up that random number generator. Okay. And I'll go alphabetical, so one to two. Basically, flip a coin. Coin flip. Actually, have a coin flipper. Okay. Um, we got heads. Right. That'd be one. That's one, so it's the first one alphabetically, so that is dominion.isotropic.org. That is an interesting title. Well, it, the, the actual title is just Dominion. The website is dominion.isotropic.org. Online Dominion. So what, excuse me, the hell is Dominion? Well, Dominion, in this sense, not in the League of Legends sense, is a card game. It's a deck-building card game. Dave actually mentioned it last week on the show. And if you walk through the free-play tables at PAX, you will almost always see someone playing Dominion. Incredibly popular game. Uh, The basic premise is you have money, actions, victory points... And that's about it. Basically, like, treasure, actions, and victory points. Each turn, you start with five cards in your hand. You get one action and one buy. So playing an action card is an action. Playing your treasure is free. And then you can use the treasure to buy another card. Now, some of the cards say, you know, your your one action is to give you two more actions and draw a card. So the idea is that you're building your deck as you play the game by purchasing these cards into your deck. And eventually the game ends, and whoever has the most victory points in their deck wins. Huh. Very, very fast-paced game when you actually have a couple people who know what they're doing. Uh, very fun, and available, not entirely legally, online for free. Through this, dominion.whatever.isotropic.org. Gotcha. So it's actually really fun. It takes... A couple minutes to learn, but once you've got it and you start playing, you you can pick it up pretty quickly. And uh, the, the games are... It's all about the combos. It's all about building up your deck in just the right way to either counteract the other players' decks that they're building or to just be this unstoppable foe. Force. Not foe. Force. That can just destroy everything. Could still be an unstoppable foe. Well, I suppose that too. So, this online website, are you able to... Is it just random people? Private so, games? You go to the website, and you can sign in using Google. So you can use your Google sign-in. You don't or you can play without logging in. Or you can play without logging in. You don't need to register. You don't need to give them any information. Uh, you can pick who you want to play with, or you can just sign up to play a random game. So I usually play with my friends. Um, and then the game starts. It's all... 
browser-based. There's nothing to install. It's very lightweight, very fast. Almost all the information you need is available there where you just hover over the card and it shows you the details. Gotcha. So it actually works very well with small screens. And does it work you on your phone? It actually does on the condition that you know what the cards do. So yeah, there's no hover on a phone. There is no hover on a phone. But if you know the different cards and the card names and their actions, which is not actually all that difficult once you've played enough games, uh, you can just play it on your phone. Hmm. Might have to look into it, Gunter. I would have to try a couple of times. I would be happy to take you through a couple games. Hmm. And Brendan evidently would like to play with you as well. I warn you, Brendan's actually pretty good at this. Well, yeah, because it's a card game. Yeah. There's some things that I could beat Brendan at, but then... There are others you cannot. Yeah. Card games tend to follow in that second half. Card games, most board games. So what can you beat in that? Sports trivia? Yes. Okay. Trivial Pursuit. Ah. Which I almost won that game single-handedly, oh god. Useless knowledge is what you're saying. Yes. I am full of so much useless knowledge. Yes, we know, Andy. (laughs) Okay. So, random topic? Yeah, that's my review. Random topic. Uh, Andy rolled ahead of time. I believe the random topic, if I recall correctly, is electric versus manual razors. Yes. I am currently actually on the fence with this. Really? Because I have a Mach 3 Turbo, which is a manual razor. The Gillette Mach 3? Yes. Turbo? This sounds more like a phone than a razor. Um, well... Oh, wait, razors sound like a phone, too. (laughs) It does. Do you see a comparison between Android phone names and condom names? No, but... HTC Touch? Vibrant? Sensation? (laughs) Here, let me pull up the list. Like, this is the most ridiculous thing in the world. Android vs. Condom. So, the Desire is both a condom and an Android phone. Hero is Android. Resound is Android. The Sensation is both a condom and an Android phone. The Touch. The Cruise. The Cruise Control is just a condom. The Wildfire is both. The Electrify is a phone. The Tingle is a condom. The Admire is a phone. The Elite is a condom. The Indulge is both. The Vitality is both. I mean, where the fuck are they getting these names from? I don't know. And it's right. actually, I don't have the Mach 3 Turbo. I have the Mach 3 something else. Sense? I don't know. But it, uh, it's a manual razor, but it also um, vibrates. It I'm not vibrates? sure if it does anything. Uh, is it the one that's supposed to send the electrical signal through your skin to get your hairs to stand up straight? I don't know, but if it is, it sounds ridiculous. Yes, well, so does putting a small vibrator in your manual razor blade, and <laughs> at that point, why don't you just go electric? I don't know, it, it seems like electric razors are nice if you're short on time. See, the thing with electric is they never get close. They get close enough. Not really, I mean, maybe for some I I like to have a really close shave. When I shave, I like it to be a very close shave. Uh, I'll let it kind of grow out for a day or two, and then I'll shave it again. But I, I like close shaves. I don't like the stubble all over my face. I, uh, I found it out. It's the M3 Power. <laughs> Mach 3 Power? Yes. It, yeah, that actually also sounds like an Android phone. 
Or the Gillette Fusion Power. Yep. I don't know. I I kind of just... I started using Gillette because Gillette, for some odd reason, you probably had this happen to you too. On your 18th birthday, you got a package in the mail with a free Gillette razor and shaving cream. No. You didn't? Not to my knowledge. Oh, I thought Gillette had, like, everybody who turned 18. Like, every male who turns 18, for some odd reason, like, almost always gets a Gillette. In the mail. If I did, I don't remember it. You have to remember, 18 shaving was not really a priority. <laughs> when did you start shaving? Ah, uh, that's a really good question. <laughs> Depends what you mean by shaving. Like shaving on a daily basis? Not quite there yet. <laughs> yeah, consumerist. How did Gillette know it was my birthday? They purchased the information from someone. Probably. Probably. So you, you're on the fence. I, I have to go with manual. I have to go with manual. Well, see, do you still have your little, like, soul patch thing going on? My soul patch? You mean my chin? Yes. Yes. That looks like a soul patch? Uh, sure. Okay. What the hell is a soul patch? Do you not know what a soul patch is? I do not know what a soul patch is. I'm assuming it's chin claws. Yes. Yes, it okay. is. Just Google it. You'll see. Okay. I actually shaved it off the other day, though. What? Yeah. Both of them, clean shaven face. I looked five years younger. <laughs> I, I kid you not. Oh, no, no, no. That is Andy. I have, like, the antithesis of the soul patch. The soul patch is the area of the chin that I actually do shave. Oh. So you don't look like Ty Mandel. No. Got it. Yeah, that's, that's the opposite of what I have. I just, well, just to get back to the point, I just started using manual razors because I was given a manual razor for free, and I was like, oh, this is nice. I've tried electric razors, they'll work fine if I have to, because uh, if you have any sort of facial stubble, you're supposed to wear a beer guard at work. Okay. It looks like the world's flimsiest um, face mask. Yeah. It looks like a hairnet that you put in front of your mouth. Because it is. Yeah. But I'm supposed to be, um, my plan was to run every other day and then shave after I go running. Mm-hmm. But I was supposed to run yesterday and then it rained, it's like, I'll run today. I feel like crap, so I'm not on it today, yes. so... That almost, what, 6 o'clock there? Yeah. Yeah. So... What about it? At 6? I should eat dinner first. Oh, okay, eat dinner, then take a shower, shave, go to bed. <laughs> yeah, she sounds like a plan. Yeah. See? So actually, uh, before you eat dinner, you should play a game with the menu, and then eat dinner, and then go shower, shave, go to bed. No, I'm starving. Plus, we just got some air movies in from Blockbuster. Oh, fine. But the kid likes it when I'm clean shaven, so. Eat, shower, shave, bed. Maybe a movie. <laughs> Alright, I think we're done with this now. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going with manual. Yeah, manual. Well, that was easy. Alright, cool. See you next week. Enjoy April Fools, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.